and welcome to the 85th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. So this week, we're going to go into some pretty deep cuts. It looks like T-Mobile has filed for some special temporary authority from the FCC to operate on frequencies between 6110 and 6190 megahertz in a couple markets. This is usually for testing. Can you tell us why this particular band of spectrum might be of interest to T-Mobile or any of the other mobile carriers for that matter? Well, this is the largest swath of contiguous spectrum out there. It's 1.2 gigahertz. That's 1,200 megahertz of contiguous spectrum. Usually a wireless carrier gets like 5 by 5 or 10 by 10. If they're lucky, they get like 20 or or, or 30, right? Mm -hmm. We know, know how happy T-Mobile is to have 140 megahertz in the 2.5 gigahertz spectrum, or Verizon with 100 megahertz in in the C-band. This is 1,200 megahertz, and this is an unlicensed band. Especially the cable companies pushed to have this band between 5.925 and 7.125 gigahertz to have that as unlicensed spectrum which means everybody can use it, right? Right. And so what T-Mobile is doing here, it's testing how well they can use this spectrum for capacity offload, right? This is like CBRS spectrum deluxe. Right, and there's a lot of it, but but there's no kind of right to that spectrum in the sense that if somebody else is broadcasting on the same spectrum band, you just kind of have to work around it, correct? Yeah, but it's like 1,200 megahertz, right? Mm-hmm. What out there needs 1,200 megahertz in a bit? Nobody is going to do this, right? This is, you know, typically, if you look at LTE, the largest spectrum swaths are 100 megahertz. Wi-Fi is 20, 30 in that neighborhood. So here you have this huge available stream, and at least for a while, nobody's going to run into each other. Right. And it's catch as catch can, Right. And it's six gigahertz, six to seven gigahertz, which means the ranges are relatively low. And so your your interference will be relatively low. But 1,200 megahertz, oh my God. Right, so the, so the propagation is not going to be nearly as advantageous as, say, like a CBRS band, but there's so much of it. Are there power controls on this uh Band spectrum. Well, there are always power controls on, on everything. Otherwise, bad things happen. But, you know, right now, uh, the other guys who are in this is fixed in mobile satellite up and down links and some broadcast auxiliary services. So it's not completely clean, but it's so much spectrum. It's not even funny. And now, does this imply that, that they may not have enough license spectrum for what they want to do for something like fixed wireless access or is this just kind of greenfield why not just explore it why not explore it spectrum is like money you never have enough right (laughs) right and you don't even have to pay for it right why pay a hundred billion dollars for spectrum when you can have it for free thank you very much 
that brings up a, a really interesting question though. Like why would you pay for so much money for, for C band? Obviously, if you know, propagation characteristics withstanding, if, if there's this much kind of relatively untouched spectrum out there, why hasn't it been filled up at this point? Well, because it just got allocated, right? The spectrum layout was lying largely idle and just became available, you know, in April 2020. Okay. So this was not like lying idle around. So now equipment manufacturers have built things and now people can actually test it. It all takes a little bit of time. And, you know, I I know that T-Mobile has looked at the spectrum for for many years because it was the largest idle amount of spectrum. T-Mobile would have liked it more if some of it would have been licensed, just like every other wireless carrier, but the cable companies were, were very, very adept of, of getting that whole 1,200 megahertz in it. Right. You know, they might have been a little bit too adept because there are a couple of point-to-point stations around in the U.S. where you have, like, some exclusion zones. And if they would have licensed the Spectrum, that money could have been used to relocate these guys. But there's some islands where, where, where the incumbents are using that Spectrum and they have priority access. Mm-hmm. Well, Tony, I think it's particularly interesting from a rural perspective, right? So if you listen to T-Mobile talk about how they want to deploy fixed wireless access and and you look at kind of where fixed wireless access is likely to have the most success, it's areas that are, you know, more rural that have a lot of DSL customers there. And and particularly with a huge swath of spectrum like this with propagation characteristics that are not going to travel 20, 30 miles or so, right? Then you end up with a lot of spectrum for free, as you say, right? That that could have a more rural or at least suburban use case, right? Well, it, it remains to be seen, right? The one of the big surprises for everybody is that the C band spectrum behaves very similarly to the to the two point five gigahertz spectrum, largely because of massive MIMO, right? Mm-hmm. On on paper, everything the same. 6 gigahertz should not behave as well as as 3.5. Right. But, you know, engineers might surprise us. I would look at this spectrum more as like urban-suburban spectrum rather than rural spectrum. And in rural America, 2.5, and by the way, a 2.5 gigahertz spectrum is coming up this summer, which is the last spectrum auction on the calendar for the time being, because after summer, the FCC does not have uh, authority anymore to auction off additional spectrum, which is preposterous, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, so this is it for the time being. Got it. Got it. And by the way, the 2.5 gigahertz spectrum that's on auction is mostly rural. So I would look to that spectrum as a more likely candidate for rural fixed wireless for it doesn't matter which carrier, right? Then, then this one. All right. Do we anticipate any other carriers getting involved with this and T-Mobile is just the first or unknown at this point? I would expect T-Mobile to be the first to test. You know, we, we, we talked with wireless carriers 
you know, and you've been part of the, the, the conversations, they're slowly running out of space on towers. Mm-hmm. And then they have to consider, do I put an antenna up for licensed spectrum that I can control or unlicensed spectrum that I may or may not have? And that is starting to have a consideration. So in places where you have space on the tower, by all means, fill it with unlicensed spectrum. In situations where you have more than enough of what you need for licensed spectrum, you're not going to do that. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, exciting times, right?